Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Slow Smoke Business Podcast. I'm Jared Morgan, and today we're going to talk about confidence. How do you get it? Where does it come from? Some techniques on how to build it. And while we're doing that, we're going to be grilling up some Duroc pork tenderloin with some barbecue rub here on the pellet grill. Let's get started. So the pork tenderloin is one of my favorite things to put on the grill because it's often forgotten about, but it's so simple. I mean, it could not be easier. You find your favorite barbecue rub, you throw it on the grill, you turn it to kind of a lowish temperature. I'm going to probably go around, let's, let's do, let's do 300. Slow it down, kind of take our time. I want to hit the probes in there so we can keep an eye on the temp, making sure to keep the probe kind of in the middle of the meat. And it's that simple, right? Literally, open the package of a pork tenderloin, hit it with some barbecue rub, and put it on the grill. Okay, let's talk about confidence. Where does it come from? How do you get it? What are some techniques to actually generate confidence? Now, when I talk to people that are starting out, or when I think about my own journey in entrepreneurship, one of the things you struggle with in the beginning is finding confidence. Now, that might be confidence in speaking in front of people. It might be confidence uh, in taking the leap or telling people that you're starting a business. But wherever it is, if you lack that confidence, it's really going to be hard to get started and it's going to be hard to get effective. And so I want to share with you some stories about how I was able to generate some confidence, how I was able to kind of trick myself into being more confident and acting more confident. Now, um, one of the things you're going to have to do as an entrepreneur is you're going to have to speak in front of people. You might have to speak in front of thousands of people or maybe just two or three, but you're going to have to talk to people. People's focus is going to be on you. They're going to be listening, waiting for you to say the next thing. And it's hard to do that if you don't have confidence. And so very early in my career, um, I found myself in situations where uh, I was being asked to present at a conference about this crazy webcam proctoring thing we were doing at ProctorU. And I get up in front of a room and it's a couple hundred people, right? And, you know, how do you, how do you navigate a situation like that? And so one of the things that I taught myself was to trick my brain into acting confident, even when I wasn't confident. So think about it this way. If who in your mind would be the perfect person to walk up on that stage and, and be completely relaxed and deliver an amazing speech with no, you know, no hesitation, no whatever, right? Or who's that perfect person to talk to these customers and they're cool and they're calm and they're confident. Think about that person and think about the things that they would do, the actual, how would they walk up one foot in front of the other, right? How would they, uh, how would they look at people? How would they dress? What would they say? What would their cadence be like? And if you think about those things and you study people like that, just pretend that you are that person. Pretend that you are some version of yourself that is confident. Think to yourself, if I walked into this room and I was supremely accomplished and confident and knew what I was doing, I would walk in, how would I, how would I talk, how would I, how, what body language would I use, and just do those motions, right? Even if you don't have the confidence, pretend that you do. And what you'll find after you do that for a little while is that you'll start to actually trick yourself into having confidence. You'll kind of look and you go, well, now, wait a second. I just walked into this room when I should have been totally afraid. And I was afraid, but I looked at them. I spoke. I was confident. I walked out. I didn't look like an idiot. They didn't laugh at me. And suddenly, the fake confidence starts to become real confidence. So 
the first step is to find some people that you can emulate that are really, really good at speaking in front of people or speaking in front of customers or whatever it is that you're lacking confidence in and then emulate what they do, right? The, the actual the motions, the way they talk, the way they, you know, develop it for, you don't want to go in there and do a Steve Jobs impression, right? But you want to find the elements of what he does that you can apply to your own method. And if you're having trouble finding uh, a role model, I actually think this is probably more effective than a role model. Create in your mind the idealized version of yourself. So if the version of you that was going to walk into this room and be great at it, confident, you know, calm, knowledgeable, how would that person look? How would that person sound? What would they say? Oftentimes, the idealized version of yourself is the best role model to emulate because there's a way that you can generally get there, right? Um, if I, you know, idolize, you know, Steve Jobs or somebody like that or who, whoever we pick, you know, I'm not walking up there. You know, I love, I love the way Tim Tebow speaks in front of crowds with his passion and everything. Well, I'm not going to be able to walk up there as jacked as Tim Tebow is, right? Um, but I can go in and think, okay, well, how, what version of myself could do that? And then really study what that, those thoughts are. So whatever it is, find your motivation, find your role model, if it's you or somebody else, and then pretend to be that person. Imagine that you are that confident and you'll be amazed at how well you'll perform and that fake confidence can become real confidence. Let's do a real quick check of the grill. All right, everybody's good. Slow smoke, so you shouldn't see much progress yet. All good. Now, where a lot of people see a lack of confidence come from is they think, you know, well, people know who I am. I'm so-and-so from down the road. I didn't go to a big college. I didn't come from a, a crazy background. I've never done this before. And so people are going to see me trying to do this and they're going to laugh at me or they're going to think I'm stupid or they're not going to believe me or they're going to discredit me. Now, some of that may actually be true, but most of the time it's not, right? I mean, maybe somebody thinks, ah, who's this guy? But most of the time when you show up and you act confident, um, even if you're not, like we said before, people respect that. People actually uh, respond to that a lot more favorably than you might think. But when you're having trouble thinking, you know, why can't I be this person? I, I know that, you know, I've struggled in through the, through the early parts of my uh, career with imposter syndrome, right? And what imposter syndrome is, is like you walk in and you think, well, no way, man. Like this, all, look at all these smart people in this room. I don't belong here. And you feel like an imposter. Now, the way that you can fight through that is you kind of have to adopt a why not me attitude. So I, I challenge each one of you that want to do something like this. Go find somebody that has been successful that you admire and read about their story. And a lot of times you're going to find people, most of the time you're going to find people that didn't get it handed to them right? They didn't find uh, a situation to just fall into it and have all the skills and all the, the resources they need to make it happen. They had to struggle. And a lot of times they didn't come from really positive backgrounds or they had a lot of, they had a quite an uphill climb to get there, but they did it, right? And then after you read through some of those things, start thinking to yourself, why not me? Like, why can't I be one of those stories? What's the difference between that guy and me? And a lot of times the difference is, there's not much difference, right? That person had the same level of disadvantages, maybe more, maybe less. But there's all sorts of stories throughout all of the world that you read of people that overcome challenges or turn themselves into something that's really impressive. And it just takes trying and hard work. So start to act. Tell yourself all the time, why not me? Why can't I be one of those people?
And then when you get to a place where you start thinking about that, then motivate yourself by thinking, what if, right? What if, what if I could pull this off? What if I built this business? What if I turned myself into the person that I'm trying to become? What if I closed this deal or I got this investor to believe in me, or if I got this customer to believe in my product and buy it? What if start challenging yourself to think about those kinds of things? What if I did this? What could I do for myself? What could I do for my loved ones and my family, for my community? You need to find your motivation and start thinking about that. Now, what I've always said is people they say, you know, you find your why or whatever. I kind of have a little bit of a different version of that. I think that you should find your because. The word because is a powerful statement. What comes after because is the thing that is going to motivate you or demotivate you. So if you say, hey, man, why are you going to build this business? Well, because and what comes after that is really, really powerful. Or, hey, man, how come you weren't successful? Well, because what comes after that word is really powerful. It's the thing that you are saying is motivating you to keep going or the excuse you're giving for why it can't work. And so you need to find out what your positive because is. What is your because? I, for me, it was my because was because I wanted to flip my family tree, right? I come from a great background of hard workers, blue collar folks. I grew up in Pensacola, Florida, great people, but nobody had ever really had much success in terms of where they could take care of others. It was always sort of everybody was just trying to make it and survive. And I'm a generation or two removed from abject poverty in Pensacola. And so my because was I wanted to flip my family tree. I wanted to be in a situation where I was successful enough that I could take care of my family, that I could take care of the people that I love, that I could take care of communities and charitable causes that meant something to me and my family. And that's what motivated me to start to become confident. That's what motivated me to start going, hey, why not me, right? Why can't I be? Why can't I be the guy that you read about that, that built something that, that was meaningful? It was that because what came after that because that gave me that motivation to keep, pu to keep pushing, to keep driving. And you'd be surprised at how successful a person can be when they don't have the background that you would expect. They don't have the skill sets or, or they don't have the training that you usually would need to be successful, but they just freaking wanted it worse than everybody else. You know, there's an old saying that I, I really like. Arrogance is thinking that you will outsmart somebody or that you're better than somebody. But confidence comes from knowing that you're going to work harder than somebody. Let me say it again. Arrogance is thinking you're going to outsmart somebody or just win by a birthright. But confidence comes from knowing that you're going to outwork somebody. So if you just can figure out that I'm going to figure it out, right? Why not me? I'm going to figure this challenge out ahead of me. Then you're going to start thinking, why not me? Then you're going to start thinking, what if, what if I did all this? And you're going to be motivated by your because, right? I want to do this because blank. And once you get all that packaged up, get back to your imagination and say, all right, I'm going to pretend I'm confident here. If I was a person that it was me, when I say, why not me? If I was a person that was, that was motivated by something and I was actually helping out, they're doing these things that are motivating me. This is how I would act. This is how I would walk into the room. This is how I would talk. And then once you do that, you'll be amazed at what you can do at that point. It's one of my favorite things to tell people. That's where confidence comes from. You start to get in your head. 
and figure these kinds of things out. All right, let's check on this pork one more time. Yeah, so it's starting to turn a little bit of cover, color and dry up. Uh, and that's a sign that we're going, like I said, I'm going to be slow smoking this one. Now, one of the things I wanted to talk about was um, examples that aren't me. So there's a person that I work with um, that I think is incredibly talented. I'm not going to name that person because I didn't ask their permission to tell their story, but I'm going to tell their story in the abstract. Uh, this person uh, has turned into an outstanding salesperson, fantastic, can walk into any room and is genuine and uh, can use their talents to really get down to the ideas that are going to make or break an opportunity and really move things forward. Just, just an incredible person. But while they've worked with me for a long time, in the early phases of working, this person um, really lacked a lot of basic business confidence. And so I remember, I remember them coming in and saying, um, Hey, so, uh, you know, so-and-so from such and such university just, uh, emailed us. I said, yeah. And they said, well, um, do you think I should call them or you think I should email them? And I thought, what? And, and, you know, first of all, I said, like, if I have to tell you that, then, you know, we got a lot of work to do. You need to know that on your own. Don't, you know, come to me with a suggested solution. Don't come to me and ask me what to do. And so I would say, like, instead, what you should do is say, hey, if you're not sure, come in and say, hey, so-and-so emailed us. I think it's best if I call them before I email them. And then I'll say, yeah, sounds great. Rather than coming in and saying, hey, tell me what to do, right? And I watched this person take advice like that and then go way beyond what I was teaching them and study things like body language, study things like, uh, you know, sales techniques and how to, how, to, how to win people's trust and read lots of books on just the tactical, like body language, right? I mean, you know, how to look, how to position your body, how to sit at a meeting with someone so that you don't look like you're hiding a secret, right? Uh, how to sit in a meeting with someone so that it looks like you're on the same team. Uh, and that they and they subconsciously are more open to what you're saying because of the way, I mean, that may sound like some underhanded things, but again, it's not underhanded if you're not trying to trick them. Uh, we were trying to get them to understand something that they hadn't thought about before. And so in order to do that, you've got to be trustworthy. You got to be genuine. Right. And so I watched this person go from a person that really lacked confidence to now when that person walks in the room, like psh, they command the whole room. And it was because they became a student of the game. They did the imagination tricks for sure, but they learned a lot of the motions and the things that they needed to do by studying books of techniques and other people, right? So if you're looking to try to increase your confidence, if you find yourself lacking confidence, let's start with your because, right? Let's start with your because. Why are you trying to be successful? I want to do this thing because blank. Focus on that. Think about it. And if you don't really have a good answer to that, I challenge you to sit down and spend some time thinking about what your because is. The words after the word because are powerful because it's, why it's, it's what's going to make you quit. It's what's going to make you push forward. So find your because. And then the next thing you're going to do is start to say, well, what if I did this, right? What if, what if I was the guy? Why not me, right? Why not? You've got all these stories of all these successful people. Why not me? And once you adopt that attitude and you're motivated by your because and you've studied other techniques that people have done and you figured out this is what a person would look like if they were confident, then you walk into a room, you walk into your situation and you pretend to be confident. And then that fake confidence will eventually turn into real confidence. 
Those are my quick little hacks to become confident in a business situation. I hope you can use them. If you like those or you have some other tips or whatever, hit me up on social media. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. You can find us at the Slow Smoke Business. Just nobody else is thankfully named that. Search that on there and you'll find us. Make sure that you like this episode. Give us a five-star rating. We really appreciate it. And we'll see you next time on the Slow Smoke Business Podcast. Yeah.